And as you can tell, we don't have Reggie this week. And we Hot damn, it's going to be very excited. One. We have a full show of just complete debauchery and nothing about golf. I, I got to say the one thing about golf, it's the British Open, but we're not going to talk about the, it. The Open Championship. Yes. Championship Open. The Open Championship. Be right about it. Oh. Yes, it's not the British Open. Open Championship. Yep, yep, exactly. The yeah. Open Championship. The ship of the Open. So we're just going to get this out of the way. We got first-round leaders Sergio, Lucas Herbert, Daniel Berger, and outright we got Patty Reed and Daniel Berger. Those yep. are the bets. That's all we're talking about for golf for the week. Well, no, if you want to hear Reggie's bets, he's got a laundry list of them, but you can talk to him yourself. His email is in the bio of this episode. Yeah, we're going to put it out there. Reggie's email. Um, all right. So we, we it's another big... week, and I'm excited for this one because this is just going to be a show about nonsense. We were thinking up topics right before this. Because we are terrible planners, but I think we got a few good ones under our belt. Yeah, naturally, I didn't. Uh, I thought maybe I should start planning like yesterday, maybe because we were, you know, had all these big ideas. And in typical Adam fashion, I procrastinated until uh, six minutes before showtime. Yeah, I mean, I thought I was going to do the same thing, and then I got a little busy, and here we were, six minutes before, just rattling off ideas. Couple teasers: WNBA. Yep. States. Bars. Bitches. The listener is going to be very disappointed in our lack of preparation. I, I don't think so. I've never been prepared this in my is, life. This is mixing it up a little okay. bit. You know, the, the old format is just boring. It's just the same thing every week. I mean, it's not boring, but it's kind of the same thing. We never prepare for it. Yeah. Yeah, like a long marriage. Like a Yeah, like a long marriage. <laughs> like you've been married... 10 seconds. Oh, you know what they say. They got the three rings of marriage. <laughs> the engagement ring, the wedding ring, and the suffering. Don't forget the cock ring. <laughs> oh, that might be your, what, 10? No. Eight? I don't know. It depends on when you get married. Well, I That's... mean, years into the marriage. Oh, cock rings? Yeah. I bet she pop. She brings it out like... She? Well, yeah. The guy's never going to do it. Right? So I don't know how cock rings work. <laughs> 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 oh, that's another episode. <laughs> we'll let you Google that. Tune one. in for our dating episode. <laughs> Coming on the episode featuring cock rings. <laughs> uh, so, which, uh, what, where are we going to go from here? Are we going to do uh, everybody's favorite states, or should we wait for that one? We should. I think we jump right in. Yeah, jump, jump right, right in. in. All right. <laughs> First, I say we do the bars first, because I, I kind of like where that one's headed. There's a lot of discussion there. All right. Uh, so this this preface comes from, uh, I had a late night on Saturday night. Um, and Friday. And, well, both nights. <laughs> most nights. And I ended up at the uh, one of the fine late night establishments here in Chicago. Um, <clears throat> uh, if you haven't been here, there is uh, a select few bars, I guess that's quite a lengthy list actually, that do stay open past uh, the, the regular 2 a.m. closing time, and they stay up until 4 or 5 a.m. That was the hardest way to say a 4 a.m. bar. Well, I gotta give some build background to, to, to let the people know. I guess not everybody. I mean, the person, no, that's listening to this. Right. Remember, we're for all the pronouns. 
he, she's, right. we, zits, they, thems, and aliens. Aliens. Well, that's a political talk. 3 a.m. <laughs> Coming on our ep- next episode. Cock rings and aliens. Alien deep dive. <laughs> <laughs> aliens. How, how deep your, are they? Was, was your middle school teacher, in fact, an alien? <laughs> Miss Thiggs? Anyhow. Um, so, we got to thinking, uh, what are the best late night bars in Chicago? Now preface this is city limits chicago we're not doing this suburb bullcrap where they i don't know where there's no rules right. no laws right they were 4 a.m during covid we couldn't do that we were sitting here yeah it was a fucking free-for-all out yeah. there i had many of friends that were but i will time. throw 4 a.m bar what do they call it um honorable mention is the apartment. Yeah, that I was, was say, that's I was an honorable say, mention. Dark Horse would would be two 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 nine north. I mean, we can't count it because actually, it doesn't have I a liquor license. Out? Yeah, I, we just gave out our address. <laughs> no, there's no liquor license. It's not your address for long. Uh, we're just letting it all out there, aren't we? You want to give your souls too? <laughs> yeah. So nine B. <laughs> Alright, so how do we want to do this? Do you want to just start throwing out some names? Because unfortunately, I think we all go to the same damn bars. So. Well, I think uh, I think it's a, a power ranking system, right? So we're trying to get to, to the top five. Okay. So let's start with uh, Jack. What's your number five? Ooh, my number five. Um, I'm going to have to go with Mothers. While it's one of my favorites, I don't love it. I don't like the crowd once I step in. I like Mothers as a space, but I don't like the dwellings. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with you. Mothers is not my favorite. Um, I, I think it's a, it's a bit clubby for me, if I'm being honest. But it's, it's clubby, but the place looks like shit. Right, it's endearingly clubby. But it's very dark downstairs, so you can't... You Which can be a positive bad. and a negative. It can help us and it can hurt us. Right. <laughs> yeah. More often help or hurt than help. Right. Right. I, I, I mean, I like mothers a lot. I would. I wouldn't rank number five. I had it like number three. Okay. Well, what would you rank number four? But what was your number five? I don't even know if I've been to five four a.m. bars. Like, oh. didn't we go to Shenanigans before? Is Shenanigans right next to it? Yeah. Right, that doesn't really count. Yeah. My number five, you guys you guys like it a lot. I don't. Uh, the store just does nothing for me. The store doesn't? It's just this little... They got live wall. comedy with Papa Shot. Yeah, I, yeah, it just does nothing for me. I don't know. It's, just, it's 3.59 and I'm getting If it's 4 a.m., if agree. it's 4 a.m., if, if I'm staying out to 4 a.m., I want to be like listening to like club music and dancing like how some like mothers lay out. Well, I don't want to be sitting there at 3. I want to be like falling asleep. Well, I'd say it's convenient. It's a place to run into interesting people. Yeah. Um, it's a mix. And like Jack said, there are activities and games if you would like to partake. Pop so, shot, live comedy. I do like the story. I've had many, many a times in those window cells where cougars are hitting on me. And, I mean, I actually, I wouldn't call them cougars. They're just... Ladies of the night. Older ladies. <laughs> Same okay. goes for the hanging up here. Oh, see, you just name dropped my number one. It doesn't well no, you just gave away yeah, your no number spoilers. One. I'm allowed to say other bars. <laughs> I, I didn't say it was his number one pick. So I'll put one I'll say one that uh, a lot of people don't like. And it's actually been a long time since I've been there, so I can't really remember, but 
the big shitty. I, I think as long as we were talking so about, as long as we were talking about four a.m. bars, late night bars, we have to talk about the big shitty. The Xavier boys love the big shitty. Oh, I hate it. They, of they do. It. I mean, it's got pool, free pool. I sucker for free pool, right? Yeah, now. that's what I'm saying. It's not that shitty. Yeah, but yeah. I've had I've had some less than stellar experiences at Big Shitty, so I will never never return. I could never be that desperate to stay that late and drink. I just stay here and drink. <laughs> okay, Jack. My number four is the Boss Bar. Boss Bar. Oh, I, I, yeah. Fuck the Boss Bar. Yeah. <laughs> fuck the Boss Bar. If I'm at the Boss Bar till at four a.m., it was a bad night. I was. I was trying to impress somebody or doing yeah. something I shouldn't have been. If you want to be just surrounded by douchebags, yeah, go to the boss, boss bar. bar it's a fucking lawyer bar, bro. Yeah. Because they never, they never stop working. <laughs> fucking lawyers. Shout out Steve. Trav, what, what do you got? Mm, what's my next on the list? Ah, uh, shit. Um, ooh, Streeters. Tavern oh. is one of my favorite late night bars. Streeter's Tavern is fantastic. Downstairs bar, um, great music. They're usually playing like early two thousands alternative music, which I love. They've got all the games. They've got beer pong going on sometimes. They got Jenga. Um, they usually have games on, or at that point, it's like replays of games from the <laughs> night before. You're watching ESPN classics. <laughs> But I mean, it's just like a homey feel. Like you're, you know, you're just kind of like downstairs in like a Cheers like atmosphere. Although you know, it's a little bit more grungy. Um, but yeah, love Streeter's Tavern. That's high on my list. Adam, you haven't really said many. I told you, I don't think I've gone to five <laughs> different four AM bars. You're going to the same ones every time. All right. Do you have a fourth place? Uh, Raven. Damn it! Oh, that's a great one. That's actually up in my number one, two spot. Ah, that's. I was kind of holding that back pocket, hoping that nobody talked about it. The Raven. The Raven. It has some Jenga. It has some wobbly bar stools. The worst part about it is the Jenga's. It just drops onto like tile floor, and it's loud as fuck. It sounds like gunshots. Uh, You might see an occasional rat running across every once in a while. Uh, yeah, it's okay. It's cheap beer. Yeah, it's cheap beer. Just don't leave your credit card. You might not ever get it back. I know. Couple of the bartenders are super nice. They're really into tell more. Unless you leave your credit card there, then they're not nice. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna lie. Me and the gal pal have done. We have gotten off work and gone to the Raven and brought our work there and worked from the Raven. It's a great little spot to get some stuff done. Middle of the day. We also best part about the Raven, the dominatrix. Never forget that. That's where we met the dominatrix. We did meet the dominatrix at the Raven. Yeah. So she had some stories. Yeah, champagne and caviar, man. Champagne and caviar. It's not what you think. Yeah. It's not high class. Yep. All right, Jack. Uh, Is this number three? I think so. Ooh, number three. I just had it. Beaumont's. Beaumont's. (laughs) Yeah. Similar to the story. It's wildly convenient, but it's a lot younger of a crowd. Oh man, if I go in there, I feel like a grandfather. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like a My shit. My hip head. breaks instantly when I walk into Beaumont's. <laughs> Beaumont's is a special place. There's just nothing like it. You go in there and you're watching a bunch of high schoolers at 4 a.m. tell their parents they'll be home soon. Meanwhile, your mom hasn't heard from you in three weeks and <laughs> you're just blackout drunk. That is. Uh, that I is take, cool. I had one of my most moral moments at Beaumont's. 
some girl I knew, she was very intoxicated. She's like, you and me, we should go home. Being the gentleman I am, I said, no. It's too late. You're too drunk. I can't do that. Man, the bar's real high. Some, t- <laughs> what it takes. <laughs> Some 12-year-old ended up walking out the door with her, so. Well, good for you. Yeah. I'm glad you took the high road in that Th- situation. Thank you. But it is interesting, like, how you go back and back, and it's just, like, expands yeah. this whole other universe. I agree. I like Beaumont's. For the spatial reasons, I hate going there. <laughs> Adam? Uh, well... I'm uh Adam apparently has only really been to one. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're just gonna get this out of the way. Uh, the hang up. All right. Go the on. hang up is. Ju- oh, I got introduced to the hang up like two years ago now. I think I think there was a stretch I went there every single weekend. It was it's beautiful. Tell them about your platinum card. I I got I got recognized. The door guys would let me in for free. The bartenders would recognize me and give me free drinks. Like wheel me in. They call me VIP. It was. It was amazing. I love the hang up. I love the I love the size. I love that if you're like feeling some rap, you can go upstairs and just kind of be hood for a little bit, and then you're like, ah, never mind. I'm kind of starting to get a little sweaty. You go downstairs. You got some '80s in the nice air conditioner. Got a little stage. You got the little TVs so you can see yourself on the stage. It's great. I fucking love the hang up. I've seen. I've seen. I think all my friends have gotten thrown out there at least once. Like. You get roughed up a little bit by the by the bar or by the bouncers on the way out. It's it's a trip. And then the best part about the hang up is it's a two in one because you leave the hang up at four a.m. You walk down the block and you go to the all day twenty four hour diner and you get a little food and you just watch the sun come up. It's great. So are you an upstairs guy or a downstairs guy? Uh, I like I said, I'm fifty fifty. You're in all, I, all over the place. Yeah, I like every time I go there. You're upstairs. I go upstairs to be a little hood and do my rapping. Mm-hmm. I, I like to rap, but then I go downstairs with the boys usually. I'm not gonna lie. Part of me, I consider the hanging up to be my hell because as a diagnosed ADHD kid, it just messes with my brain. <laughs> I cannot like. There's too much going on. My sensories start to explode on each other. I can't tell what the music is anymore. Because I'll just stand on the stairs and get both ears blasted by Sweet Caroline and DMX. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can hear it. I can hear that. Um, no, heard that. Hang up is is a, a great establishment. Great establishment. Gra- glad to have it back. I've been yeah. there. I've been there twice in the last two weeks. So <laughs> my one of my favorite parts about the hang up though is talking to older people, like my parents' age, who are like, "You guys go to the hang up." I went to the hang-up, and it was the exact same experience. And I'm like, we're a lot more alike than I thought. Mm-hmm. Good, good. I actually once got asked, that was the first time I ever saw a prostitute up close was outside the hang-up. I was waiting to go home, waiting oh. for the Uber. Yeah, they do make their rounds over there. Them and the homeless really do yeah, make their rounds. One, gr- one girl goes, baby, what's wrong? You want something? And I said... No, no, I'm good for the night, thank you. <laughs> and then uh, two seconds later, some old dude and her come walking by, and she goes, can't do it out in the open, got to go to the alley. <laughs> I said, see ya. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's the other part about the hangy uppie is that they have the pissy uppie, which is the alley right next to it. You just pee. They got like four dumpsters that are spaced out like urinals. Yep. I don't know if it's by purpose or it's by design. Definitely by purpose. Yeah, I think it's by design, but go just go piss outside there. My friend got a... Uh, peeing in public ticket. Please. No way. Outside the pissy. That's a tough go. It is a tough go. It's like you walk in like, got this $200 ticket. Where's peeing? So Jack, I know you have one more, uh, one more spot to talk about, right? I do? Yeah. Shit, did I already say it at some point? No. 
starts with a B, ends with a B. Bottle blondes? <laughs> no! Huh? Burton's Place. Oh, shit! You're right! <laughs> Burt's Bees. Burton's Place, out in Old Town, USA. I gotta say, Burton's Place is a hell of a bar. It is the last bar open in Old Town, yet seemingly it is never that packed once you get to the third, fourth floor. And that's the sneaky part about it. It is a four-floor bar, and each floor is like a different world. You got the bottom floor, where it's the old folks, and they got the fireplace going. You go up a floor, it's like 20-year-olds 20, 20 just drinking their asses off, dancing to nonsense music. You go up another floor, it's like 30-year-olds dancing, again, to Sweet Caroline. Sweet Caroline is sweeping the nation. <laughs> but... And they're drinking Malort shots, and then the fourth floor is just no man's land. Like, that's where the kids who watch anime are. Oh, oh our phone line. Is that the Sunday Sweats phone line? We have our first caller on the Sunday Sweat. Hello, uh, thank you for calling the Sunday Sweats. Who is this? Hi, uh, my name is Peter. Thank you, Peter. Where are you calling from? Uh, Carroll Stream, Illinois. Carroll Stream, the, uh, the old post office. I'm in the suburbs, yeah. Oh, thank you for thank you for calling in, Peter. We're talking uh, 4 a.m. bars. What's your favorite 4 a.m. late bar? Oh, jeez. Um, when I'm out, when I'm out in the city, I mean, I always try to go to uh, the Hang Up, you know. <laughs> oh, the Hang Up. We, you know, we actually were, we just had a nice in-depth segment about the Hang Up. What are what are your favorite qualities about the Hang Up, Peter? I mean, they got two floors, you know, obviously the top floor is like current music, whatnot, and it's pretty dark, but downstairs it's like just a massive, just a massive party of nothing but like 70s and 80s music. Yeah, it's a bunch really of sluts, something. right? Sorry. Sorry. Nothing. Yeah, just ignore him. Yeah, you know, we were just talking about, you know, the, the nice part about the hang-up is that you can go upstairs and be hood if you want to be, and then you can you know, get your get your wraps out, and then you just go downstairs and just jive with the people. I mean, it's great. Oh yeah, it's it's a it's a bit of both sides, both worlds. You know, you get both sides of the coin. I guess if there's a way to put it like that. Exactly. So, since since you're out in the burbs, and this is a city podcast, we'll ask you what's your favorite suburban four a.m. bar. Uh, there's a few of them. I mean, I don't know. I like Drink Nightclub. They're open to like 3 o'clock and, you know, it's pretty big and spacious. I feel like everybody ends up at Coach House at some point. Co- Coach, House is, Coach House is the OG, I feel like. That thing's been around for years. It's got the yeah. outdoor patio. It's got the old bump and grind dance floor. And uh, they even have uh, some bar games. They have pool. They got darts. Yeah, I mean they've they've been uh, they've been doing the late night business for a while. I mean it, it seems like now I'm hearing of like generations of people are hearing about about Coach House. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but I mean the party's just been going on that long, you know. Yeah, it's and it's and it's still stayed open through everything. Uh, so, real quick before oh, Travis. So Peter, I have a question for you. Who starts Week One for the Bears? <sighs> Oh man, that's uh, what we'll to see what management wants to say. I really hope it's Justin Fields. The guy just looks the part. He really does. But I mean, if we, I mean, I've heard Dalton might. 
You know, like I keep hearing rumors like Dalton might end up being the starter, which I mean, we paid him one year, ten million, but I mean, you know, it's gonna come down to camp, honestly. And I, I mean, with the woes the Bears have had, it I hate that that's gonna be the case. But you know, it's gonna be hot hand. I feel like whoever goes into that first preseason week playing way better than the other. Yeah, I mean, God damn it! I don't want to watch Monday Night Football and watch the Bears trot fucking Andy Dalton out there. I don't know. I don't know about that. I could see the big red rocket being a big red hero. <laughs> well, you know, we have our very own red rocket on the on the phone right now, Peter, a fellow ginger. I'm surprised yeah. you're not supporting him. I mean, look, the guy was good in Cincinnati. I mean, I'll give him respect for that. He filled in in Dallas. It's just... He did great in Dallas for being a vet coming in at an inopportune time. Granted, they were garbage, but yeah, they, no they were injury-ridden and for had no line. For what he was given, he did a lot better than people anticipated. Everybody thought it was going to be a downfall, and you know what? They got a couple big wins in there. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. Uh, but go Bears! Do you have any questions? For yeah, the, that's uh, right. Go Bears! Do you have any questions for the Sunday Sweats boys while you're on the line? Um, I mean, I was just wondering the biggest. You know, I had a couple outright bets. I didn't know if I was crazy or not. You know, I saw. I do points bet, and I saw one of the. One of the outrights is like Bryson at plus thirty five hundred. You know, I bet it. Like he's pretty. I know he had that implosion at the U.S. Open, but like, is it really that much to draw to like put him all the way back on that? You know, I feel like he's a. You know, with Bryson actually on his, he's a big driver, and these are some fucking long links. So I kind of like that. I think he's gonna get a way ahead. Yeah, I don't guys. hate Bryson at plus three, plus thirty six hundred. I mean, he's he's got to be one of the top set six or seven uh, favorites in the field, obviously. Although I think you know the the babe the main favorite's gonna be John Rahm, right? Uh, Brooksy's actually I think the main favorite. Is he? It's I feel like it's one or the other from where I've checked. It's kind of jar- there's a bunch of guys there. Yeah, there's like the twenty five. And lower range. There's nobody that really sticks out though. But Peter, what's right. so? So what's your you? What's you got before we let you go? What's your other outright? Um, I picked uh, two guys. You know, with the British, Mark Leishman has had a, the past few years. He's done fairly well at the Open. I think he has Didn't like he three it? top <laughs> six finishes. Mark Leishman, okay. and he's like plus six thousand. Got it. So, great. I, I like that one. I think it's decent value for someone who might finish high. Obviously, you know, you want to play a top 10 or top 5 or something, you'd get value maybe there as well. And hey, then, hey, Peter. Yeah? We got to let you go in a sec, but I heard you got something going on this weekend you'd like to plug. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there's no address here. I mean, <laughs> But it's the end. I'll give a shout out the annual bocce party. Um, you know, every year you just try to get a bunch of bocce tournaments in. It's it's a really fun time. It's once a year. Um, yeah, we, we got the four B's. We got briars. We got bitches. We got beer and bocce. Yes. 
Whole crew will yes. be there. Don't you worry. Yeah, we'll be seeing you uh, soon, Peter. Thanks for calling I'm in. Very, I'm very excited. Thanks. All right. Bye, Pete. Bye, Peter. Take it easy. Oh, that was Peter. <laughs> yeah, thanks. that's Thanks Peter. to caller Peter. Caller Peter from Carol Stream. <laughs> So uh, I think going back to where we were, um, I've got to talk about one last bar before we move on in the, into the program. Um, <clears throat> I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this because it was probably my first love when I moved here, um, and it's the, none other than Kingston Mines. Kingston Mines is a great one. I mean, it is the premier classic Chicago bar. Uh, you know, it's got fantastic blues music. Um, and they'll just rock all night, go back and forth from one stage to the other, you know, dancing. What's more American than who's that? Who's, uh, who's the big name? Lady Joanna, Joanna, Joanna Carter. And she just, she's, she she's shreds. just, uh, like probably what, 65 now at least. Is she really? Oh, she's gotta be. She's a 65 year old woman that just gets up there and just shreds the fuck out of the guitar. Yeah, she kills it every time. And it just gets the kids going out on the dance floor, and it's just a, it's just a great time. You know what kids and parents are like? If you're a young listener, bring your mom and dad from out of town to Kingston Mines, and I tell you, they will talk about it for the rest of their lives and just say how cool their kid is to all their friends. I'll tell you, my mom still talks about Kingston Mines. No, my dad still goes almost every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> my dad is there later than we are, you <laughs> But I can I can attest. <laughs> yeah, I I love Kingston Mines. I've been there only only once. It was a great time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a great time. Serval Bats Blue too. Um, any uh, any special uh, shout outs in terms of King uh, in terms of late night bars before we close the segment? Uh, you might have one. You there's a couple uh, special late night bars during the uh, COVID era. There was some time spent after after hours. It's oh nice. yeah, you know I do have a I special. I don't know if you want to name drop it for the sake of. Uh, no, all the college kids will know it in this area. A nice special place in my heart that Trav knows about is McGee's, the old watering hole down the block. We were there one late night during COVID. They were break. They were breaking maybe a rule or two, but somehow got to meet the owner, befriended him, got brought in the back room. Got to take some Rumpelman shots, and a couple hours later, I woke up in my lawn. <laughs> That's four hammers to do you. Yeah, and I, I mean, just I, I just have one more, uh, one more shout out uh, for a special late night bar that, that holds dear in my heart. That's uh, Johnny's Ice House. Oh, the Stanley Club at Johnny's Ice yes. House. If you, uh, you know, the you, if you have a late night game, they'll stay open for the bar afterwards, and they'll pour you all the batch you can drink until you fall down, <laughs> or drive home. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or drive home. Sure. Not that we condone drunk driving. This is a non-breaking the law podcast. Where yeah, use your Ubers. We love the triple D's, designated drunk drivers. Okay. What's next, boys? Uh, I know this might be a shorter one, but uh, you had mentioned uh, maybe talking about what your favorite club in your bag is. Oh yeah, it's just a little on you know more on topic of the golf you know podcast theme, but well, well, uh, just, individualism. No, yeah, I was just uh, I was just curious since you know you guys are a little bit more green, we'll call it at hitting greens. <laughs> <laughs> green and regs are a thing I don't know. <laughs> But I, I, I wanted to know from your guys' perspective, you know, what's uh, what's your favorite club in your bag? Jack. 
So my personal favorite, I gotta say, is my pitching wedge. I love that thing. I utilize it probably more out of anything because I just know that's the one club I can hit straight and hit pretty. Uh, I could probably hit that thing about one. F- yeah, I I'll take that thing for a, probably a par three, and I'll use that to try and get close to the pin. So I'll say about at least up to one forty, I can use that thing. Okay. I have not yet mastered the three-quarter swing, the half swing, or the quarter swing. So you just love the full swing. The full wedge. swing pitching wedge is a dream of mine. Okay. Okay. And Adam? Uh, when in doubt, five iron it out. Five is what I always say. Basically, I got one club that I can actually make pretty solid contact on. In most cases, my drive is not great, and I'm like, well, I might as well take the five iron and hit the shit out of it and see what happens. And... Usually I hit the, that's my best contact, with the five iron. Usually, uh, I don't know what I'm good for on it, you could say, but yeah, I just, I like my five iron. So I don't know if you guys watched the match, but they did have one one hole where it was a uh, one club hole. Yep. Would you guys say that the pitching wedge and the five iron are your club for a, a one hole, one club, one hole challenge? <sighs> So I'm I'm weird. I don't How like far we my odd number clubs. Let's say it's a 420 yard par four. Yeah, I'm using the five iron. I would use my four iron. I mean, I'm not gonna par it. So you'd use your four iron. Yeah. So my four iron is my second favorite club. Any deep any deep iron I need to use, I'm probably pulling out the four, and then if not that, the six. Yeah, I would probably go with the six iron myself because, you know, you can get a little bit of distance on it. I could probably hit my six iron uh, 185-ish. And then, um, so then you have an approach club, but with a six iron, as opposed to one of your bigger or one of your, I guess, lower irons, you have a little bit more loft if you need to chip around the greens and stuff. Um, So, yeah, I'd probably take a six iron. Look at that, we got a four, five, six. Yeah. We're straight. We're we one are, away from uh, straight. We are the meat of the order. We, yeah. You can say that. Mm-hmm. Again. Uh, what, what are we talking about? I, we, I wanted to talk a little about Reggie's rooftop. Yeah. Uh, we do that and then go into sexiest states. Oh, yeah. We should do the sexiest states now. We're going to do sexiest states? Yeah, because we can end with the preview. Okay. I don't even know if we're going to play tomorrow. It's supposed to rain all fucking day. So this was a last-minute creative idea that we had, and it is our... Top five as a collective sexiest states. And for those that uh, cannot see, because we are not a uh, YouTube podcast yet, uh, we are all scrambling to Google the U.S. map and pulling up our maps right now. And can we clarify what you mean? Yeah. So states before anyone California before everyone starts thinking anything. This has nothing to do with the people inside said state. This is purely based on geography. Geography and topography, and just what state looks the sexiest when looking at that map. So the shape. Shape. Any features like Colorado's got mountains. So I am gonna I'm gonna go ahead and start off with Wyoming, and I know that doesn't sound great at first because it's just a square it's just, state. It's the same thing as Colorado. But if we're talking about topography. <laughs> I think it's got the nicest hole. <laughs> is that where the the geisha the, the guy yeah, the geyser is? <laughs> All right. 
So, Wyoming. <laughs> All right, Wyoming is up there. Jack, you go next. That is where the geyser is, right? Uh, I think it's like Yellowstone. Is that in Montana or Wyoming? I think it's Wyoming. It's Wyoming. Okay. It's got a good hole. Okay, great hole. All right, so going to the other side of the country, I got to say Maine. Maine is the head of the country. It's got that mouth on it that just feeds into it. And I got to say, just that shape, it's kind of got that little peak out. It's like a puckered anus out there. So, I'm going Maine. Wait, is it a mouth or an anus? It's a puckered mouth anus. It's a manus. Okay, it's, it's a manus. There's a lot to go on with Maine. Uh, you know, since we're a podcast, uh, you know, it's my turn. Since we're a podcast for all the pronouns, uh, four just looks like it's fucking hung. <laughs> if you look at the state, like... It just looks like fucking moose cock. So we'll throw that one out there for me. I don't know. I don't have anything else to say. Yeah, and I would say that uh, just to just to add on to that, or I guess uh, piggyback off of that, I would say New York looks like the, the less endowed version of Florida. Just like a little whipper, got a little lilt to it. Florida, Florida, and uh, New York are featured in the uh, cucking video. <laughs> Just New York sitting in the corner. You, you know, you could also say that the people that live there also reflect their countries or their states. Is like those two are some of the biggest dicks. Yeah, New Yorkers are just assholes. They're dicks. Yeah. Floridans, I think, are dicks. It's all old people that are mad that they're gonna die soon. I don't know if they're mad. They're living in the villages, getting STDs. That's true. Um, my next one is Michigan, because it's got this nice little hand shape that just makes you think OTPHJ. <laughs> so I'm, I don't know, you look at it and you're like, the possibilities, like, it's cold, it's winter, Michigan's still got its mitten on, <laughs> you're sitting at the, you're sitting at the ice rink, the outdoor ice rink at the park, and, you know, anything could happen. All right, should we do one more round each? Yeah, we could make another one. I I could do another. All right, Trev, what you got? Well, I uh, I think I'm gonna take Tennessee because it's uh nice and slim. Yeah, good. It's got a good body on. Keeps it. tight. Keeps firm and tight. It's like that 50 year old who's just been to yoga since she was 20. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, a little bit old school, but you know, keeps it tight. Um, Shit's fucking tight. And, uh, you know, I think uh, Tennessee's a good one. Adam? Man, Pickens are slim here. I feel like. Uh, I feel like, oh, can I, can I? Yeah, I'll do another, another yeah, special you can take mine. You can take mine. Texas looks like he's got a fat old ass. <laughs> yeah, Texas just has a full package now that you look at it. Yeah, a fat old ass. It's got that Latino ass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right next to the border. All right, so what... I might do another, but I like this one, Nevada. It reminds me of a 1950s titty, because it's just, they're super pointy, that super point that it's got. And you know how, like, you always see those 1950s bras, and they're like these giant triangles? See, I was kind of thinking that about Iowa, because you look at the right side of Iowa, on, like, the Illinois-Wisconsin border. It looks like the diagram you see in your textbook, yeah, where, it's like where it just shows you the inside of the boob, and yep, it lumps yep, a little. Yep, that's, that's, <laughs> Iowa. that's literally Iowa, the tit of the Midwest. <laughs> And that was the sexiest things <laughs> by the Sunday Sweats Pod. Come back next week for sexiest cities. <laughs>
what what else we got now? Adam, do you have any other agenda items before we get into softball? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, that's what we were gonna talk about. Uh, no, we were gonna talk about softball. All right. Uh, last week uh, we unfortunately were on bye week. Um, rather disappointing. You know, uh, you always want to play. Yeah. Uh, this week we are supposed to play uh, the master batters. Uh, one of the two teams, both named master batters in our <laughs> league. Uh, it's uh, looking a little dicey weather weather-wise, boys. Um, supposed to rain all day tomorrow. Uh, actually supposed to start at um, 2 a.m. and rain. Uh, my entire iPhone is rain. So Matchbox 20. Yeah. 3 a.m. We'll Close. see at 3 a.m. But yeah, from 2 a.m. Wednesday or 2 a.m. Thursday until uh, all the way to my iPhone goes, which is 8 p.m. Wednesday uh, or Thursday, all rain. That'll be so, a little so- soggy, huh? Especially with uh, how it rained this weekend, I do not think we were playing. Which should be rather disappointing. Yeah, but two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. That's what happened last time. We got cold after two weeks and sucked. Mm, sorry. So, um, yeah, hopefully we play some softball. Do we know who won the WNBA All-Star game? Uh, the Not Team USA. So the, the WNBA All-Stars. So the, who's on the WNBA All-Stars at our team? Yes. See, that's what I was trying Should to Should we just out. take the WNBA All-Stars to the Olympics then? See, it's like when you play like JV versus varsity scrimmage. Like, except JV won. Do you think it was JV won? Like Mighty Ducks 3? I feel like you should... I feel like your better players should be on... Representing your country, right? Yeah. But in this kind of city, maybe they do. Maybe they go two ways, and they just chose to be on the All Star. Well, look team. at the USA men. They can't. They can't. We win can't beat Nigeria. Game. We can't beat Australia. <laughs> Gotta get that '90s USA team. Yeah, bring bring back uh, Chuck Charles. We get, Barkley. Yeah, should we just get the old man to put old men to play the U.S. national team? Yeah, so, so bring back Jordan. Bring and back Chuck. fundamental basketball. So looking at uh, the rosters um, for. Team USA and Team WNBA. Um, I recognize more names for sure on Team USA. However, uh, like Candace Parker played on Team WNBA. Uh, Aguna, one of the one, the good one from uh, UNC yeah. last year. She's on WNBA, but Team USA has like Brianna Stewart, Brittany Griner, Sue Bird, uh, Diana Taurasi, who didn't play, Skyler Diggins. Uh, I can't even click on her name. They don't let you click on the player profile on ESPN. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So are we hammering the world um, in the uh, United States opponents when we're in Vegas for uh, oh, the yeah. Olympics? Oh, 100%. Uh, Ethan said lines are already up. He said you can bet on like Olympic, like Olympian rugby already, mm-hmm. apparently. I also said we need to do this. We need to sit down and drunkenly find one bet to do and place it as a team and everybody throw in like 50 or 100 bucks and see if we can just win like 10 grand. I also think that we should just find like one obscure sport in the Olympics that's like super specialized and just get really fucking sharp at it so we can beat like... We did that in How college. good can the odds makers be? They won't know all We did Olympics. that in college for curling. So like water polo. Right. Like we could probably... We could out sharp the sharps in Vegas and... We could take the town. We'll take fencing down. <laughs> I'm in. I'll start scouting now. Let's just get really specialized at one one obscure Olympic sport and take Vegas down. All right, I'm in. So tune in uh, in two weeks for our <laughs> Vegas recap when we might do it in Vegas. Uh, there are there are some rumblings we might do a Vegas pod. Oh, okay. So tune in for the Vegas 
for the Vegas live pod. Uh, we will be taking callers in Vegas. Feel free to call in. Um, oh, I'm looking at the events. We got some wild events. That's all I'm saying in Tokyo. All right. Okay. Great. We'll see you next week. Yeah, good ending. <laughs>